Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast with you, as always, this is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Um, since the last time we've podcast, it's probably been in like about a month. Um, right. In that last couple of weeks, once again, the world's gone to shit. <laughs> um, we were going to do a Back to the Future podcast, but I just can't talk about Back to the Future right now because, I mean, I haven't like really like spoken about it on Facebook. I haven't really... I mean, I wrote a little something, something to kind of create like a Facebook war between a couple of friends. Yeah. But like, I just want to center on the conversation about guns and like, I want to talk about like being a school teacher. I want to talk about, you know, what this country is going through at the current moment. My guest again is Mr. Joe Stingle. He's back in the lounge. Um, you were here on the last episode, but I figured, you know, let's get you back in the mix. You know what I mean? Right. Let's continue the conversation because I saw... On your Facebook, that you are you do own a gun, right? I do, mm-hmm. I do. So like, let, let me, so you, let me did you see that whole rant? I oh, did. Yeah. yeah. So there were so many rants that were out there. Right. You know what I mean? And right. like right now, it's just like Facebook, social media is becoming a place for people to like you know vindicate themselves about how they feel, right way, wrong way. First off, let me just tell you like how I feel about it. Right? Mm-hmm. I get it. Okay, I get guns. I understand the people who own guns. I understand how they love them. They're obsessed with them. You know, I have Absolutely. many things that I'm obsessed with as well. And if you want to take away those things, I'd be pissed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like take away, um, I don't like take away my bass guitar. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. I've had for 18 years. I would be furious. You know what I mean? But like music doesn't, well, I guess music kind of can kill people, but right. I mean, that's a whole other podcast. If you ask Woody Guthrie, this right. machine kills fascists, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> exactly. Um, but like, look, I, I get it, right? But being a school teacher, you know, I also understand that the Bill of Rights is, you know, it's this this document that was created to like, you know, procure our country into the, these like certain, you know, like ideal, ideologies that we need to stick with, freedom of speech. Like, you know, I'm a huge advocate of freedom of speech and it just so happens to be the one just before the guns, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. So it's like, it's weird how, like, those things are mashed together, but I also feel, now that I'm a father, like, you know, and my son, he's not, he's only two and a quarter, like, he's going to be going into the school system, I have no idea how I should feel about that, because I don't know if it's going to be safe, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the world's going to look like, but I get it, right? I get all avenues of the the argument, but what what's what I would like to just say, though, is, like, look, all I really care about is the kids, you know what I mean? That's all I care about. I don't care about what commodity you want to keep in your gun safe. I don't care about what guitar you want to keep in your guitar case. I just want to make sure that the students are safe. And as an educator, as a teacher who's been doing this for 14, 15 years or whatever, it's a helpless type scenario. You know what I mean? And, like, we can get into the whole debate with, you know, Trump wanting us to, like, pack heat and stuff like that. But <laughs> how – like, I knew that you're a gun owner. I read all your stuff, but I'm not sure if everybody understands your your point of view, single. So tell everybody what, what you're going through. <clears throat> all right. So, like you said, as a, as a gun owner – and I'm not – you know, there's some people who are, you know, God's glory in guns, and that's their that's yeah. their life. They're, mm-hmm. they're sticking to it. Um, and I'm not that way in any shape or form. I grew up in a family with guns. I grew up in a hunting family. Um, I've had, I've operated guns, like actual, not just BB guns, but like actual guns since I was 12. Since you were 12. So I know about it, and there's always the argument, you know, any gun person will tell you if any person willing to argue about it will say you know I'm a responsible gun owner my kids know the safety of mm-hmm. the scenario um, and I you know I can speak for my family that they're that way as well. we um, were smart about it but um, I also have a 
strong opinion that uh, guns meant to kill people don't really have a place. And like you said, I get it. Like I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I have, I have family members and friends who have like an AR-15 and like military-grade weapons. Let me ask you a question, okay? Because I've seen a bunch of things on the internet. I don't. Full disclosure, I've only held a gun. I've never fired a gun. Right. It's just never been something that I was interested in. But I mean, what's the difference between like a regular rifle and an AR-15? Because I saw something on Facebook that says it's basically just the plastic and the way that the the guns, the bullets are loaded. Is there? Um. Well, I mean, if it's a semi-automatic gun, I mean, you can get a semi-automatic of a lot of different yeah. calibers. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really not that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's mainly the way it's fired. So it's a semi-automatic, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, you know, guns that have the power to kill a rabbit, nothing else, but they're semi-automatic. And, um, and it's all that kind of idea to me that, um, I get that they're fun. Mm-hmm. I've, I've shot guns like that, that I've shot guns like that and said to myself, no one should have this. Yeah, you've had that moment. Right? I've, yeah, I'm just like, and I know people who own these guns who have mm-hmm. said, no one should have this. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't have it. Yeah. And I understand the. They come, it's you know Warren Buffett had that argument. I shouldn't be allowed to make this much money yeah. through the system, but I don't blame him for doing it because it's not illegal. So like I'll never. Yeah. I'll never be angry at someone for doing something legal. I mean, how can, can you? You really can't. But yeah. You can also you can have a sense of judgment, like you just said. Right. Like, I shouldn't be able to own this, right? Um, and. Yeah, and it's it's a hard line because I. It's kind of like the Supreme Court; they always try to side on the side of more freedom. Yeah, and I they try, try to. to yeah. yeah, they try to. They try to, and um, I try to believe that way. I try to align my beliefs that way. Think of the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what can snowball if you know the everyday person didn't have a gun. I don't know how bad our society could really get. If those liberties were taken away, there was no guns at all. Right, I don't. Yeah, how how bad could it get? I mean, I guess people. You're never going to be able to get rid of all the guns, right? I mean, it's right. just it's not going to happen. They're not going to dig a hole in the middle of the country and be like, "Look, throw them all in. We're going to burn." It's not going to happen. It right. will be like, um, you know, like the. It's just, it's just never going to go away. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a problem. It's like herpes. Right. It'll never go away. You got it for life. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I guess stricter gun control laws, you know, stuff like that, like 18 to 21. There's always been this debate, too, in our country, even without guns, like 18 and 21. Like, when are you really an adult? Right. Most people equivalent being an adult is when you can go to a liquor store and buy a bottle or sit at a bar and get drunk and then get in your car and then go kill somebody. We don't know. You know what I mean? Like, in other religions, uh, you're a man when you're what? You're 13, 14, right? You know, like, so uh, there's different, you know ideologies across the board there I for one I also think that driving you shouldn't be 16 when you start driving like I really? think you should yeah. be a little older yeah just because I mean like I remember when I first started driving like dude I was like I dropped like the cigarette later like or the car later in the seat <laughs> I was bending down to get it like I'm gonna die you know what I mean like so there's many things that like across the board that I feel as if like you know kids shouldn't be able to handle and also too is like I mean, like, the weird thing about it is, like, the older you get, the more you realize that when you thought you were a grown-up, you weren't. Right. You're, like, it's almost like everyone's always growing up, you know? Like, they're always in this stage, or they're, they're used to getting older, or they're used to, you know, getting gray or fatter, or, you know what I mean? Like, so many people, like, forget that, you know, we're all really young at heart. It's just that we've lost touch with, like, what it was like to have that feeling. Right. 
the thing that's going on in the country now that, I mean, it's it's kind of been percolating, but the this particular group of kids were pissed, upset, devastated, and you know them like rallying against the system and like going to like the capital and like, you know, like doing chants inside like, uh, you know, the the lobby in the U.S. Capitol, no more guns, this that or whatever. It, it just feels as if this generation like you pissed off the wrong people in a way. Right. You know what I mean? Like because. Kids today are just like, you know what I mean? They're so into like them being, you know, in control of everything. You know, the iPhones, Androids, uh, Facebook, whatever, you know what I mean? And, and that's the other thing too. It's just so weird too. It's like when that when that horrible incident happened down there in Florida, I mean, there were Snapchat videos. There was... Right, that was crazy. Sc- yeah. Like, you know, it's just weird. You know what I mean? It's like, what, like the way that we live and the way we interpret like news is so POV. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like experiences through me. But I mean like, that poor, like, the poor kids there, it's just, you know, it's just so hard, too, for me as a teacher, because it's, like, my kids are, I got 18 first, 18 first, excuse me, 18, 18 six or seven-year-olds who are in first grade, right, and, like, I have nothing to protect them if something happened, you know, I'm in right. a classroom with all glass, the only thing that possibly I could pick up would be a yardstick. Yeah. The difference in, the argument and opinion for me is, like, okay, so when 1791, when they put the Bill of Rights into action, you know, like, it took, what, a minute and a half? To load two, three bullets. You've seen that one right. video on, and when the guy goes in with the, you know, fires off a shot and everyone's gone. That's the difference, too. And I, I would argue, too, and I want to know your point of view, is like, for, so, like, 1791 versus 2018, obviously things have changed drastically, mm-hmm. right? Do you feel as if time allows for reform? And what? Like, what, like in other words, like, in 1791, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it took a minute if you're like an expert marksman you know what I mean like you were loading the bullets right you can get two three shots off in one minute they say uh, the AR-15 can what fire 150 200 I don't know you know yeah. what I mean like so like obviously like things have changed right like right absolutely so what, do you think that it's a just argument to change the rules like to change um, a bill of right I mean I think it's I mean the whole the the constitution was amended to the bill of rights and the whole True. and that's a good point that's a really good point <laughs> um and you know those amendments are constantly being um, changed. I mean, mm-hmm. 1968. I don't. I'm not good with the Supreme Court, but 1968 was the hearing where the. Was it John Marshall? I, I'm really bad, but John Marshall said you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Yes, and that actually became. I remember teaching a, a lesson on that. Yeah, and, and that's mm-hmm. an impediment on the freedom of speech. Why should you not be able to say anything you want? But. Mm-hmm. There are certain rights that have to be stifled. Certain rights, yeah. And you know, burning the flag, everything you learn mm-hmm. in high school civics that I forgot. Um, you know that there is means of peaceful protest, and destroying the flag is one of them, or yeah. doing whatever you want. And um, and we have this document as a living, breathing fra- framework for the rest of our laws. Mm-hmm. And in no ways, um, in no ways should it be locked down and this is the way it always has to be this is the way mm-hmm. it was written um i I've, I've been seeing it a lot and you see it a lot with all the whenever tragedy happens people always go back to this these types of same arguments and people always in my mind um i see it a lot they say the founding fathers were geniuses mm-hmm. and that always bothers me because yeah because they're they're people and i i doubt i mean what were there 500 million people in the world back then a billion people in the world back then mm-hmm. And you mean to tell me there were 62 geniuses in the American colonies? Like, come on. Like, that's just... 
I don't know. Let's not let's let's lower our bar for for geniuses just so we can fit all those founding fathers in. I think the founding fathers, in my opinion, though, was just they were really pissed off individuals. They they didn't want to go back to the King George way of things. Right. You know, you you taken away their their liberties. Uh, you know, like couldn't get married unless you had like a tax stamp. You know, what I mean, like yeah. small things, small things that we go through. Right. Right. You know, like and it's so amazing that we based all this. This history, this this country is, is based on people who were breaking free from another group. Right. It wasn't like we just came over here like, oh, man, look at all this free land. Right. You know, and we also took it away from the Native Americans. So it's like, I've always been kind con- like, I remember when I first learned that. Yeah. I was, de- like, devastated. I was just like, what? Yeah, right. Are you kidding me? Like, it wasn't all that, Thanksgiving and rainbows? That, that, I mean, like, literally, my generation was taught to be like, oh, they had corn in the cob, they had squash. Yeah. They exchanged pleasantries, and, you know, afterwards they went off and shot bows and arrows for practice. You know, like, it wasn't detailed until later. I remember, uh, I think I was, like, maybe 19, and I read Lies My Teacher Told Me, and, like, it blew me away. I was just like, what? But now it's, like, common thread. Like, everybody knows, you know, Columbus Day is gone, you know, all these yeah. things. Is Columbus Day gone? Um, not traditionally. I shouldn't say that because probably some Italian Americans have to get. Pissed. I was going to say because I'm I'm a Columbus person. Certain schools <laughs> don't acknowledge it no more. Really? Like, uh, my school doesn't acknowledge it. It's uh, Indi- Indigenous People Day. So really? <laughs> they actually switched it. I got into so, a Columbus so, I mean, Day so fight things, the other yeah. day. Someone said, uh, uh, my they were talking about the Vikings and discovering yeah. America and like, you know, Columbus is just that whole thing's full of crap, and I I defend Columbus mm-hmm. not because if you. You can defend Columbus in the way you can defend a lot of people. Mm-hmm. George Washington never freed a single slave, no. you know, and he did all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, John Adams, um, his wife, who was Abigail Adams, who was a huge, you know, a founding mother of mm-hmm. our country, um, pleaded with him to do things for equal rights for women, and he never did it. Never did it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things. Jefferson, yeah. I mean, uh, he had women that, you know, Montesquieu, what's the name of his Monticello. Yeah, yeah, Monticello. He had all people... They're slaves, you know what I mean? So it's like right. our country is founded in sin, but we tend right. to forget that, you know? It's like, right. and like I think you were saying, like the living, breathing document, you know what I mean? It's alive. It's right. not dead. Yeah. When, you were, when you were alive, you get older. You get, you know, you change. Things get antiquated. <laughs> they get antiquated, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I always said about Columbus. So they were saying, you know, Columbus didn't discover America. Why, does he, why should he get a day? And I said, mm-hmm. I said, you know, the Chinese were here, the Vikings were here, all these people were here. And I said, which one of them brought back a tomato to Europe? And they're That's like, they're like, none of them. I was like, all right, which one brought a potato back? None of them. I was like, which one brought gold back? None of them. Which one brought um, tales of these foreign religions, mm-hmm. of these foreign empires? Which one did any of that? And they're like, none of them. And I was like, so Columbus was still important. He, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he did a lot of awful things. And it's no, in no way mm-hmm. should it ever be negated. But if we have, you know, President's Day is still, I think, technically called Washington's birthday. Yeah. Um, so if we're celebrating Washington's birthday, in my mind, why, you know, we're celebrating Columbus Day, we're celebrating a lot of these awful people. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is, like, we celebrate so many things now, it's just, like, it's, every day there's a national holiday, and it's just, right. like, Jesus, God, you right. know what I mean? Like, it's like Catholic countries, every day, every week there's uh, a saint day, and there's yeah. a saint festival, and... Here we go, right? And, yeah. like, what's, what's, put everyone into categories, and, like, do these things and stuff but I mean like I mean guns have been on my mind for a really long time since 1999 I mean Columbine like it was a year after I graduated high school so it was very strange to, to, to experience that and be like wow you know like and then I also I remember as a kid thinking like oh that's just gonna happen once that's right. this is just two kids who 
you know, got lost in the Matrix and were listening to Marilyn Manson and, you know what I mean? Like, they really shoved that shit down your throat in the media back in the day. I mean, even, like, local news had pictures of Marilyn Manson and, like... I remember it. You remember, right? So, I like, am. you were just, a, like, a young boy, too. I was, I, I was young, but I remember yeah. the, the stigma in Marilyn Manson's mind. I don't, I don't... I'm not familiar with his music, but... I remember, like, if he came on the radio mm-hmm. or if I saw his music video, mm-hmm. I felt bad for watching it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like Marilyn Manson for a long time until I saw one video, and I was like, I like Marilyn Manson. Isn't that weird how, like, it's, like your mind or, like, the way you were ra- Like, I remember when I saw um, Madonna's video for uh, Like a Prayer when I was, like, eight years old. And, like, you know, my parents raised me, like, Catholic, you know, I was an altar no. boy and shit. And that video has, like, some sacrilegious themes in it, you know? I remember thinking, oh, I can't watch this. Yeah. And it's weird how religion kind of, like, plays into also guns in a way in our country. Yeah. And, like, the whole indivisible thing and, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird how there's supposed to be separation of church and state, but we really don't pay much attention to that because, I mean, some sitting presidents, you know, openly discuss their their religious belief in God and Jesus. You know, it's just like, okay. But, I mean, like, I guess the only thing that, like, I mean, friend Aaron, um, this drummer in my old band did Odemi posted something this long um, tirade one night that really made me think. I mean, the guns are the only thing in the Bill of Rights that are like considered like a commodity. Everything else is like an idea or like a, a feeling or you know what I mean. Like freedom right. of speech, you really can't hold in your hand. I can't go buy a freedom of speech hat. You know what I mean? But the guns are the one thing you actually can go buy. That slaves. You can't buy them at Dick's <laughs> no more either. By the way, this just this morning at uh, oh, really? Sporting Goods. Came out on Good Morning America. The CEO was there and just said, um, "Like, what do you say?" Basically, he was like, "That's it. We're done with uh, selling firearms. We're done with selling firearms. We won't sell them in our stores no more because apparently, um, apparently, the, the kid Cruz did buy one weapon. I'm not sure if that weapon was used um, in the attack, but they're 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 not selling guns no more. They're done with it. I can't yeah. find it, but I mean, yeah, you could Google it, but I mean." That's a small step, and then all the countries, like the NRA, the National Rifle, Rifle Association, I mean, like, so many people are scared to death of them, you know what I mean? Like, they've been around for a long time. I think they formed um, maybe 10 years after the Bill of Rights. Yeah. Okay, Google, what year was the NRA formed? The National Rifle Association was founded on November 17, 1871, in New York City, New York. Oh, it was a, it was a while ago. Okay, so, so it was it was, like, almost, like... Post-Civil War. Wait, yeah, so yeah. I guess they were just like, okay, we need to get this together. Right. and It's terrifying. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I get it, and I get um, people owning guns. I didn't read the book, but I heard there's a book, um, the biography of the Second Amendment, something along those lines, mm-hmm. um, because it was, it was all but forgotten for a very long time mm-hmm. up until recent history. Um, the push for personal ownership of assault rifles, from what I was told from someone who read this book, was actually... Um, partly moved by the Black Panther Party um, when they were getting militaristic mm-hmm. with stuff in the 60s. Um, so it's it's weird where this personal right to gun ownership kind of came from. Yeah. And uh, like that rant I had, um, I was very confused at how all these other countries, um, we all had shock around the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, Oklahoma City bombing and... Um, t- Timothy McVeigh, that's Oklahoma City. Um, what's the guy in Waco? David Koresh. David Koresh. Um, all these, you know, people fighting for personal liberties all mm-hmm. kind of happened here. Um, but it all happened after we had, 
1971 was a horrible year for America. You know, Chicago was mm-hmm. getting the shot riots, up, yeah. the riots, there was uh, Kent State. I mm-hmm. mean, we had a lot of issues with our personal freedoms back then, mm-hmm. and so did a lot of other countries, Australia included, um, England, uh, Canada. Uh, but we decided not to curb our gun ownership and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but everybody else did. And right. They, you know, and they see it less. And I, I don't mean, know all the facts, but I have heard lots of things on Facebook about Australia has like that once they fixed it, they had never had a problem again. Yeah. So Australia had um, a mass shooting, and uh, it was a resort in Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure the exact year. Uh, but after that, they had a voluntary gun buyback. Most of the country gave back their guns. Um, they had one more shooting in 2002 in Melbourne, and since then they've had nothing. And they, they had nothing. and they had a bombing, uh, like a legitimate foreign terrorist bombing mm-hmm. in a St. Martin's place in Sydney, and that was in 2015, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, three incidents in 60 years is pretty... Whereas we have 300-plus mass shootings a year now in our country. We have, what, 19 some, already this year? Some we just don't even hear about that are just small-scale type things, that, you know. Right. It just sucks, man. You know? It just, it's... Uh. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, like I said, so Columbine's 1999, mm-hmm. and that's, you were leaving high school. I, I was, was out. So I was, that was my first year at community college. I was okay. 19, I was just like, what? Like, you know, nobody could believe it, you know? Right. Seeing, like, the the building looked like the Colonial Middle School a little bit, like, you know, and, like, yeah. feeling, like, you know, like, that type of situation and stuff like that, and, like... I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, in the 90s, man, before the internet, you didn't know shit. You really right. didn't know nothing, you know, unless you you would, like, learn it in a book or, like, had a friend who was knowledgeable. But, like, I remember, like, I don't know, maybe I was, like, a teenager when I first found out that, oh, you, you need a permit to carry. Yeah. I was like, what? Is this- I, when I was a kid, I mean, like, I just assumed that police officers were the only ones that had guns, you know, like, yeah. that's what I had seen in movies, Beverly Hills Cop, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, they got guns, you know what I mean? Yeah. I never thought, oh, no. You know, Joe across the street, he's got a gun, you know what I mean? And like, he can walk around with it. Yeah, <laughs> it blew me away as a kid. I was just like, what? Yeah, it feels I mean, like all of a sudden like, you're in the Wild West. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, even then, though, in the Wild Wild West, when there was, you know, like, there was still a police force, but they let you handle situations, you know, in the middle of the street at yeah. noon. It's just weird, right? Like, in general. And that was still America, too. Like, it's yeah. not this other, you know? Yeah. But, I, you know, like, the commodity aspect of the guns is just the one thing that I would argue is hard for me to decipher because it's not, like, a, it's not like a, a right or a feeling, you know? So, like, it's been really weird for me because it's, like, I'm against the guns, but then at the same time, like, I also understand, like, the importance of being in the moment and being um, responsible towards my students, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. God forbid, like, you know I mean? I would run toward, you know? I mean, first off, I mean, like, the teachers who lost their lives down there at Parkland, like, it's, dude, it's, it's pretty much the most admirable way to go. Yeah. Risking your life for somebody else. I mean, literally. For somebody else's children. Yeah. Somebody else's children. But I mean, like, I've always felt that my students were, like, you know, extensions of, like, you know, family, friend. You know what I mean? Like, I care about them. You know what I mean? I don't want to see them die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I can imagine the intense feeling of, you know, it's a lockdown. Right. Get all your kids. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, shit, and, like, literally, like I said at the beginning, like, all I got to protect them is my yardstick, you know right. what I mean? So, like, I get why there should be guns in the school. I, first off, I, I'm just being truthful, and if there's other teachers listening to this, we all know we're unstable people. <laughs> Every teacher right. I've ever worked with, unstable. Right. Not, you know, not, like, to the point of, like, you know, they would go and... Go, go post them. Right. And post some whack shit on Facebook. No. They're just... 
<coughs> people who are teachers are people who are highly perceptive, most of them, perceptive, um, they care, but also, too, they, they like to, like, most of them, and I'm not speaking for all of them, but they like to cut back, you know I mean? When they cut back, you know, either whatever it is, yeah. whatever advice they got, drinking, whatever, you know, they go nuts. And, like, I've been around some teachers who wild out, you know, I'm just like, holy shit, like, yeah. I didn't know so-and-so was this nuts. So I could just personally say, yeah, we're unstable people. Um, now, the security guards at Plymouth White Marsh High School were... I taught and went, and you went there as well. Um, I mean, those guys were former police detectives, some right. of them. You know, officers, they, they've handled these weapons, you know. So I guess I can understand that, but my concern would be if you put the guns in the school and somebody walks in and they think the threat's happening and some a teacher or a security guard accidentally shoots some young, innocent kid, right. what happens then? Well, I'm, I'm my whole... There's, like, so many bad things. Um, I totally agree, and I think... I think of the worst case scenario because Mm -hmm. we know people can be heroic in these situations. I mean, teachers are heroic. Kids are heroic. Kids Um, too, yeah. So my whole thing is I imagine, imagine the teacher has a gun, classroom of 20 kids. Mm -hmm. A shooter comes in and shoots the teacher. Mm -hmm. It doesn't shoot and he just keeps walking down the hall. So now another kid picks up the gun Mm -hmm. because there are, because whatever. So now the kid's in the hallway with the gun and another teacher comes out and she's him with the gun and just shoots and him. has no idea who the shooter is because they're being contained in the classroom. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not like they're wearing a flag that says, I'm the person trying to kill you. Yeah. Um, so there's that. That's, too, that's, that's just weird, right? I mean, like, the weird thing is this kid, Cruz, he got in right at the end of the day. Right. And you know, it's just as well as I from going there and teaching there at 220 at the end of the day at PW, that anybody could walk in, really. Right. Anybody How many times have I done it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. just the thing. The, you know, and like literally, I was just thinking to myself, like, um, I mean, after all this happened, like in the fall time, I went to PW's football field after school with my son, so he could run up and down the fifty yard line and stuff. Yeah, I was wearing all black. Yeah, I was wearing black sunglasses, that black jacket right there. If I didn't have my son, it would look a lot different. Plus, I guess some of them know me, but it's just like you know, schools in general, they're not safe like an airport. You know, at the airport, I mean, the guy, Andrew um, Pollock, um, who lost his daughter, Meadow, whom I've actually had the luxury, I sent him a message on Facebook, and we've had a little bit of correspondence. He's been sending me pictures of his daughter. He's really trying to, like, um, make a difference in in Washington right now. And, like, dude, he's devastated. But, I mean, for me, when that guy was on TV and he was like, I'm pissed off right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it was about time somebody, you know what I mean? Everybody was being so cordial there, you know? Right. He's pissed. He lost his daughter. You know what I mean? And that's a rage that never goes away. Right. Like, your whole life, you will be pissed. Like, if I lost my son, I would go berserk. Like, I would probably wind up in Building 50 because I wouldn't be able to contain just myself and, like, how much I, you know, like, care about him. And, like, nobody should go through that. But, like, he said, you know, at the airport, you can't even bring a bottle of water through there. Right. It's a shame that schools now, schools may need to start looking like airports, you know? Like, right. we got all this this money, this technology and shit, you know, put the total recall, recall full body scan thing, you know, <laughs> like, like to get into a school, make it safe, you know, I, because I, 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 I just don't know, you know what I mean? And it's also too, it's like, talking about safe, I mean, Christ, we don't even have seatbelts on the school bus yet. Yeah. If they it, fall, we'll tumble up and over. Right. What? Like, what? Are you, why, why has this never been fixed? I guess they, enough people don't die. <laughs> I, I, I guess, um, but yeah, I mean, like... I always thought school buses were safe because they're, that's why they're always so high up. True, that's, true. Yeah, yeah. Someone, I knew a bus mechanic, and he told me, he said, um, 
because the school buses are so high and mm-hmm. the seats are all padded to all hell, um, that if they get hit by the time they're hit, all the forces below you. Okay, I don't know wait, what the physics of that is. Check that out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I, I mean, I've only seen a handful of videos where they do flip up and over, and that's right. why it's shaped that way, really, because it's like because the arc, yeah, just <laughs> right down <laughs> the seat. But I mean, like I like what I'm trying to get out there was like I just don't know how we can fix this. I really don't I, know how to fix this, man. Yeah, and my you know? every time there's an incident, I always think, you know. I don't know what it was. I wasn't alive. But mm-hmm. 40 years ago, an airport probably looked a lot like a Greyhound station. Mm-hmm. Now airports look totally different than what they did back yeah. then. You can't, I mean, you can't smoke on an airplane. You can't do a lot of things on mm-hmm. an airplane, let alone in the airport. Um, so in another 40 years, our bus station's going to look <laughs> like, like airports. Like, <laughs> like to, get, to get the mega bus to yeah. D.C., are you going to have to well, go? I, th- I did read it. The Eagle, I think the Eagle Stadium, the Linker, one of the new stadiums is only allowing like small clutch bags they're, they're not allowing the big bags in no more no actually no it's um it's uh cinemark movie theaters which is a movie chain like amc i think it's midwest west coast yeah not allowed to bring bags in no more is that for snacks or is that for guns just for guns yeah, okay. not for snacks. i mean I don't, care. Yeah. I don't think they care about the snacks per se but i mean like that aurora when that happened you know what i mean like i went to see the dark knight the next day like on friday when it came out and i remember waking up and reading about what had happened and being like, holy shit, man. Like, you know? And, like, I remember sitting in the movie theater and just looking at the emergency exit thing. Right. Like, am I next? Right. And, like, what do I do? Because, like, I always like sitting in the back, you know? I, like, not have anyone behind me. But, like, it just sucks that we live in this day and age. And, literally, I mean, like, the only way to really stop it is to get rid of the guns. But you can't. Right. You just can't. And, yeah, like you said, it's not only does it suck to live in this. I mean, I grew up in I mean, mm-hmm. my first year of... First grade, no, my first year of kindergarten was 1999. Wow. So, um, so you, you've grown up in a world of, yeah. So right. It's like, and we're in the generation where um, people older than us um, talk about these um, solutions like putting in metal detectors, like anything mm-hmm. like that. And I think a lot of these kids, which it's great to see these kids mm-hmm. be fed up and the actual kids be fed up and have. You know, they have the power to walk out of school. I can only say so much as a graduate of a college. I can't do much mm-hmm. in that arena. But, um, you know, we grew up every day since I was in first grade. I mean, after Columbine, after all this other stuff, it was, am I not coming home today? Mm-hmm. And, my, you know, my mom's teacher, so, mm-hmm. and all of her coworkers that I've known for 20 years now. Um, you know, I think about them. I'm like, what's going to happen there? What's, you know, are they not coming home today? Are they, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and it's my thing. And then movie theater, you know, I same mm-hmm. thing. I saw The Dark Knight the same night that you did. I, yeah. Maybe in the theater together. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the same thing. And mm-hmm. now we go into the movie theaters now and you see the person come in every 15 yeah. minutes and mm-hmm. check the emergency yeah. door. That was not the, the norm. Yeah. Right. The constant reminder that someone Somebody could, could come, come in. and kill you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it's wild because my generation grew up in this total... Violence. violent area where you could be going to the mall anytime you see a crowd i mean everyone feels this now in america um you know people felt it at the felt it at the eagles parade you know yeah. you're there and you're all of a sudden you're just in this corral of sitting Can't ducks yeah. and you know anything could happen and thank god it didn't you know it was right like back in my mind too it was just like jesus did you go down or i had my son we were here watching the whole thing um no. but yeah, it's just weird, right? And I just can't imagine what it was like for you being in first grade and knowing that, like, you know what I mean? Like, 
it's just it's just not right, you know, that anybody should grow up in a world of degradation, a history of violence, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right. And it's and I, I just like that's the thing that's so weird to me is like my generation will like we're the we're the last ones to like be first off untouched by the internet. Um, to I mean, like, yeah, Waco happened, stuff like that. But the, when that that stuff happened, I remember thinking like, oh, this is just. Something like each, each year there was something. There's always been something like you said, like with Kent State and stuff like that. But the '90s, though, I mean, yeah, there was, um, you know, like Oklahoma City. I remember being like, "What?" And I remember in the news media, like they would t- like tell you just bits and pieces, like too. And it's, it's weird, like now with the process of like you know my phone, I wake up and you know at five thirty in the morning, I see everything that, that's gone wrong now. You know what I mean with updates and stuff like that, and like. I mean, Trump, him saying, Trump saying, like, uh, yeah, what's his arm the teachers? Yeah. Like, dude, like, first off, it's not that easy, right? It's, it's and then, a, like, offering bonuses? Like, really? Like, uh, yeah, and... First off, I, we don't get paid shit. Okay? Right, that's if, the if, thing, if you, yeah. if you stay at a school long enough, yeah, you can probably make a decent income, but, like, I work at a private school, I get paid shit. I don't go to work because I, I've never... First off, I've never been motivated by money in my entire life. It sucks now that I do have to start being motivated <laughs> by money because of kids and stuff like that. But I've never been interested in, like, the pursuit of, like, commerce. I've been in, right. interested in the pursuit of creation and stuff like that, art, music, stuff like that. But, like, offering me a bonus, like, here's 10000 additional dollars to go to. Plus, also, too, where do I hold this gun? Where right. does this gun stay? In a black box at my finger? You know what I mean? Like, print goes on? Like, yeah. where, where does it go? Where, you know? Like, is it in a room? Like, you know, like... Yeah, it's... it's what if I'm taking my class... To gym. Yeah. You gotta Do bring I carry a gun with me to gym class? And then, you know, see, you know, like... Yeah. It's too many it's, things. It's too much, and it's... It's... To me, it's like a slap in the face, uh, as my mother's a teacher, and, you know, growing up in a fortunate mm-hmm. district, and looking at the way yeah. how bad funding is in just a fortunate district. A fortunate I mean, top district, in the... Yeah. It's one of, you know, top 100 in the country or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um one of the top in the states in terms of public like schools. in the state or something like that. It's way up there. Yeah, it's crazy. And the lack of funding that they have, I mean, we... Or the lack of funding or when they cut funding for certain things, which, you right. know... Right. I had recently heard that they were thinking about cutting CITV. Oh, really? Like, which is bullshit because, I mean, media That's, is one of the most... Media controls our life. What are you talking about? Right. You know? Is it because we're not filming on HD cameras or whatever? But regardless, that's a different story, but... Well, there's that, I mean... You know, we lost the planetarium. Yeah. We man. lost... What, we, what's in the planetarium now? I think it's way. a music room. Ugh. Yeah. I love that planetarium, man. It was the... There's not that a kid... That was like being, like, transported as a kid, right? There was not a kid who... All right, so, I mean, my my opinion, when you were a kid, you were told you were going to have a field trip, it was great, and then they told you it was the Academy of Natural Science, and that sucked. But no matter what, you got to go to the planetarium. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. planetarium was amazing. I had, um... I think Mrs. Pfeiffer was well. She was Miss. It's Mrs. Slagle now. But right. She she was my uh, when I was a little boy. She was uh, the teacher there, and there was another guy. But I remember just being blown away by that room. Yeah, blown away. Like this is in my school, man. You know, right? Like, and I can't tell you how many kids I know in my grade um, that know mm-hmm. astronomy. Like just know, like can just look up at the stars and be like, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's this. That. And mm-hmm. there's a there's kids who are. You know, meathead jocks. There's kids who are nerds. There's mm-hmm. kids who are goth. There's artistic kids, and it's weird because when I was in high school, we'd already done the 
planetarium enough. I don't remember ever going back for it. But we'd all be excited about a meteor shower. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like mm-hmm. Kids don't... Today, they don't, they're just like... No. And it was across the board. I mean, I'm sure there's some science kids and there's mm-hmm. some whatever people who... Mm-hmm. Here and there. But the, the fact that that nurturing throughout all of school led to that... And you don't want to spend money on, you know, Philadelphia's school district's a black hole right now. Yeah, it's, and it's terrible. there's so many terrible things. I mean, schools can't afford paper, can't afford staples, can't afford yeah, the smartphones. Buy everything. You know, i got to be honest with you, man. Like, this might be my last year teaching. Really? I, you know, like, full disclosure, like, I'm just sick of this shit, man. Man. I'm just sick of it. You know, it's just like, it ain't what I went to school for. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to make a difference. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel as if, I'm just protecting, like, I might as well be a cop, you know what I mean, like, right. if I'm going to continue doing this, because it's like... Would you go older, like an older grade, or... I, I don't know, man, like, it's... I don't know, you know, I've been doing it for so long, and it's always been, like, skipping different grade, like, first grade, like, I mean, I, I've done kindergarten, I've done 12th grade, I've done all of them, you know, like, and they're all kind of, they're different, but they're all relatively the same in the fact that it's the relationship that you forge with the student, you know what I mean? And, like, that's, like, the main thing, but it's, like, there's so many other things that are thrown into it now that are just, like, what? And, like, right. I mean, not only just, I mean, the guns, but also, too, like, I mean, when I started, man, I didn't even, like, I didn't know what Adderall was. Right. I mean, this could be a whole other podcast on it, but, look, it works for some people. It don't work for everybody. And right. I've seen it on both occasions. You know? And, like, these kids at a very young age are not aware that they're becoming drug addicts from their pharmaceutical, from their, their family doctors. Right. And I'm just like, what dude? You know, like I've had that happen. Um, but like with the guns and like the state, like I, I just feel as if like schools for the school is like becoming a target for the mentally disturbed to get their aggression out. Right. And like when you are mentally fucked in the head, you, it's like you can't escape it. It's like a Mark David Chapman thing. You know what I mean? Right. He couldn't get rid of John Lennon and his mind. Catching the rye. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, it just like he, he, he asphyxiated on him. He got the he got the autograph. He could have left. Yeah. He stuck around. He had to kill him. You know what I mean? Like it's so hard for people to to get outside the box to think about what it's like to be like a sociopath or hum, you know like homicidal tendencies. You know and like. I see that, you know, and like I, I, I grew up with people who are in jail now, and I also feel as if school could have had something to do with them, you know, because if you are if you are different, when you go you go to school, it's where you feel, feel the most different, you know? absolutely. And like, not all teachers were cool, you know, like some of them I just just push them through. I never was like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like some of the kids that I could tell that had issues. I would spend more time with because I felt more for them, you know? Mm-hmm. I had seen one, I had just seen a student, I won't say his name, but I, I saw him uh, this past weekend. And he's doing great. He looks great, you know what I mean? He became a great young artist, but, like, I was worried about him at a young age because I could see the anger behind his eyes, you know? Yeah. And now the world doesn't match no more for me. It's just like, well, this shit, there's no, you know, like, I have a kid now, you know what I mean? Like, I, I got to care about him. It's like all the other ones I had, all the stu- students I had, I cared about all of them just as equally. But, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to protect them in this world. You know what I mean? It's just like, I never thought I had to. I thought right. my parents would protect them. Right, and that's, it kind of, we're in this weird space where anything can happen at a school that, it's almost like this used to just be for learning. It was, yeah. this is what, this is, this is and, what, and yeah, for, reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? Right, and, and socialization, and that's where you, mm-hmm. you learn a lot of stuff 
that wasn't in the curriculum at, yeah. in school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I mean I used I think about it because I grew up with stories from my parents, so mm-hmm. um, who also went to PW. So you know, being able to a leave for lunch, yeah, and then going from that to even just being able to have lunch on the front we'll lawn, go outside, yeah, mm-hmm. go outside. Like we're not like, we weren't even allowed to go outside, yeah, and I the prison that. aspect of it. I mean, it was a very prison. Like my class was allowed to go out front, mm-hmm. and then I remember it was like right after Columbine. That's when they started. You know, you can't go out there. You know, and right. like, it's weird, right? It's like what. And, um, you know, there's that, there's everything, you know, my mom was telling me she, that there were instances when she was in school where people were throwing firecrackers down the hallway. Mm-hmm. You know, how can you... That would never fly. Yeah. Like, we, we can't, you can't dress up for Halloween in school. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, there's one thing, I mean, I'm not going to say his name either because it's just like some of the things you just want to keep on the download. But I, I can tell you, um, when I was in seventh grade, um star wrestler for the school was caught with a weapon right he was not um, kicked out of the school right because he was a star wrestler this is in the 90s yeah regardless uh, he's doing well for himself you know what I mean um, he seems to be a really straight you know I don't think he brought the weapon to out of that like I think he just brought it to show off you know right but the world then was different I mean even when my dad you know like like those the generations before you got pulled over in a car drunk they'd just take your beer and send you home right everything changes but just to tie in what you were saying, the living, breathing document, we have allowed the way that we react to certain things to change, but we are so weird to change something, you know, that's uh, an existing document, you know what I mean? Like, Right. And I, I get the argument. That's just the thing that sucks is it's like, you know, like, I understand it. Right. And I always try to tell myself if it were easy, it'd be fixed by now. It would be totally fixed. Yeah. You know, but if it I mean, were like, if it were black and white, it'd be the fixed. One thing? I saw this one thing on the internet today. It was like all the things that have gone wrong and like how we we, we fixed all these things. I mean, like the only thing that like I thought of like was when, um, you know, like I remember being sixteen and like the PR NC came out and they were like, oh yeah, anything that's got cursing, we were gonna give it a parental advisory. Right explicit lyrics type thing and you can't get it you know I had two years till I was 18 I'm like wait a minute I'm not gonna be able to get my favorite CDs I was really upset you know what I mean but like look where that got you know what I mean nobody nobody remembers or nobody even cares now about the, the label but I remember like buying the shirt because I thought it looked cool <laughs> like, you know, the parental, parental advisory yeah yeah just being like so into it I mean I yeah but it's just it's just strange you know it's just like I mean, let me see if I can find this. There's this post I saw at 6 o'clock this morning. It's just like... It's such a weird, like, world that we live in, too. It's just like... I mean, like, everywhere everywhere you look, like, on social media, too, it's just like... This, people are so, like, stuck in their way as to what they think should be right and what they think should be wrong. And that's part of the problem, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they just don't know, like... Um, they don't know what corner to go to. You know what I mean? It's right. on here somewhere. I'm sure people will see it. But it's just like all the sanctions when things go wrong, um, we fix things. Like um, I remember reading something about like like the way we shape our bumpers. Right. Right. There's like a car accident where somebody famous died, some celebrity. Uh, and she died. No, it wasn't Natalie Wood. She drowned. It was. Um, I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So like they fixed it. Right. And that never occurred again. Mm-hmm. The Natalie Wood thing is strange, too, because it's back in the news. I think That's Robert, what I heard. I think Robert Wagner did it, man. Throw it, throw it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear the new 
data about it or the new I, evidence. They, they, they didn't really release data. They just basically said like, yeah, there's something that he did. It's like, okay, yeah, well, you guys have known that, but there's no proof, you know. But right. I guess like basically, it's just like it all comes down to is just like, will we ever fix this? Will there ever be a solution? I don't know. Right, and I think I mean unless we move. Yeah. I talked to my wife about. It. I was like, where, where, "Where you want to go? New Zealand, Australia? Let's go!" You know, like. Hey, I did. I get told a lot because of my beliefs. Like, if you don't mm-hmm. like it here, leave. And I'm like, I tried. I couldn't stay. Yeah, yeah, I moved to Australia. I couldn't stay. Oh, you uh, were there? Yeah, I moved there for. I was there for nine months. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What part? Uh, Sydney and Canberra. So Sydney and Where's then the Canberra. Cap- it's in between Sydney and Melbourne. So I have friends from Dunedin, Australia, which is on the eastern coast there, kind of okay. close to where you are, at, okay. I believe. Then I have friends from Perth. Okay. We're the best people I've ever met. Yeah. Australian people are awesome. Yeah. You know, like, they're so, like, down to earth and just, yeah. they have a connection with, like, themselves and their, you know, their history. Yeah, they're just kind of, I mean, most people I knew, ironically, were not, didn't have long histories in Australia, mm-hmm. came from immigrant parents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they're just they're good people. Yeah, good I wish people. I, I, I'd like to go. I mean, I'd like to. I I just I just feel as if this country is just going to tear itself apart, man. Right. And it's never going to stop. I mean, we, we go from one catas- catastrophic thing to the next. I mean, we go from race wars to guns to Las Vegas. You know what I mean? It's just like what the fuck, dude. You know, but, like. But they always get better. I mean, they like not nothing's ever going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But you can't say twenty eighteen is worse than 1988 yeah you know and it's always been it's always been on a steady incline of there's always been a history of violence in america it's just right. never going to go away it's just not right we were formed from it really right we were mad and i know? and i think there's something beautiful about that and it's something i always say it's beautiful about philadelphia too mm-hmm. when people always say you know you're an angry city you're you well, do this. this is where it all started yeah yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Like, let me tell you something yeah but um yeah, people always, you know, yeah. Philadelphia, you guys, you know, you guys are always so angry, and the always answer, mm-hmm. answer I give is eat shit and die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is yeah, the, people hated the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, too. I mean, like, they yeah. thought, that, oh, we're the worst of the worst. And, right. I mean, and then he said it best. I mean, yeah, we're, we're hungry dogs. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But, like. But I would just think of, and that's how America has always been. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, people always, have always looked down on America since. 1776, yeah. Europeans looked down on Americans. Um, and, you know, when we were number one for a while at imperialistic, people were still looking down at us mm-hmm. as, you know, hungry and ruthless. And when would you say we were number one? Oh, God. 80s Reagan? Or no, no. Uh, <laughs> for, for me, I was like, because I remember in the 80s, just thinking, oh, we're, we're the best. I mean, yeah. there's Rocky Balboa, there's <laughs> Rambo, you know what I mean? There's two right. different people, but played by the same guy. Uh, you know, you had... Uh, Superman, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, I just remember thinking, like, America is the best. I love America. I had no idea, yeah. too, what was really going on behind closed doors. I think the first time that I realized that something was a straight, though, I might have been six, mm-hmm. and somebody said, oh, you knew, you, you know that uh, Ronald Reagan was, uh, was an actor, right? <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. I was a young boy, and I was just like, you gotta be shitting me, right? Like, right. And then I... Who's the I Secretary of State, Jerry Lewis? Yeah, right? <laughs> but I asked my dad, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he was an actor. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, what? Because you, you don't think that this, you know, like... Right. And also, too, like, I remember being a kid, and, like, 
the war on drugs, man. Like the war on drugs was the biggest thing in the world. When we were that and AIDS. Yeah. Like they scared the shit out of you with like, don't go outside. You could become a drug addict, or you may get AIDS. You know yeah. what I mean? So that was a form of control. Um, but I mean, there's many things about America that I do love. You know, I love the idea that there's freedom of speech. I love the idea that you can be whoever you want to be, but not necessarily because it's like if you are different, you may risk hate crimes or you know what I mean. Right. So I don't know if we necessarily practice what we preach a hundred percent. I feel as if a piece of that pie is missing. You right. know. And like I said before, like you know, we need something to happen where we we, we stop tearing each other apart. You know, like mm-hmm. something. Bring the Cloverfield monster out. Something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Well, that I, was kind of like nine eleven was that for a brief moment. It for was a brief that. window. It was. That for it, was a brief moment. it was. It but was. we still hated on people too, though. We blamed others, and you know. Like, right. But we as also a, went to war with another. Like, but for a brief period for, of time, though, I do remember that. Yeah. And it's a shame that that is what it takes for people to come together. Right. Some bad shit's got to happen so that way we feel united for just a bit. Right. And, and then the, we start accusing young kids of being actors or, you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, yeah. And it's, <sighs> it's a total shame, but I agree. I mean, I've never been patriotic. I, in my life, I've never been said I'm proud to be an American. Mm-hmm. And I I remember distinctly since preschool, ask, I'm in preschool, I asked my teacher, I said, do I have to do the Pledge of Allegiance? Mm-hmm. And she said, yes. And I said, why? And she said, because we all have to do it. And I said, but I don't want to. She said, why? I said, because I don't pledge allegiance to They still said, do it in public schools? They still do it, right? I think so. But I was like, and I, and I said it since I was in school, and I didn't stand up for it for a long time. You didn't? No, I didn't. I would, I would refuse to. Freedom <laughs> um, of speech, right? I mean, well, it's, it's also expression. And, you know, say why, people would ask me, like, why don't you stand up mm-hmm. for it? And I'm like, because I might want to leave one day. I'm not That's pledging good, allegiance. I, you know, I think... I had to pledge allegiance, and then I think I had to sing a song too. I had to sing, uh, uh, what's that song? Uh, it's such a weird. It's the through the through the mountains, through the mountains. and Paris. Like, what's, what's the name of that song? It's America the Beautiful. Yeah, why don't people sing that no more? <laughs> I don't know. That was part of like our morning rituals. Like, the, I think we sang. No, we pledged first, then we sang that. Right. I remember in elementary school. Maybe it's, other listeners out there recall that too. But I mean, like, I mean. Your generation, my generation, we both share all the tragedies together. Right. Grew up differently, but we're all like responsible for it now. And like this new generation, these ki- poor kids, maybe they can be the change that we need to see. But I mean, I don't know. Like one of the reasons that I was thinking, like I was thinking, like legit, I was saying to my wife the other night, I was like, I may want to stop teaching so that way I could throw my hat into the ring and like run for Plymouth Council and right. start. You know, like because if you can't do anything about it run right like right. there's never been uh, a long hair politician that i've ever seen that you know is down to earth who listens to the people right every politician you see on tv is a cookie cutter classic example there's no there's nobody that's like you know like an individual i mean i felt like that with obama and stuff like that but i mean like he's I mean, not in office no more you know right. what i mean like it's done you know like now we have this guy people don't like it um doing this event um, next Friday night at the VFW, raising money for uh, veterans with uh, the mayor of country, Yanif. Yanif uh, was my uh, screenplay teacher at Monco. Now he's the mayor. Okay. He stuck to stuck to it, and he's trying to make a difference. Small steps, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, I, I was just thinking, like, you know, it's, they need somebody, you know, like somebody that can help, you know, and, like, I'm not sure if it's, like, a path I'm going to go down, but I just feel as if 
I mean, I could just sit there and like wait for something to happen or do something about it. Right. You know? And that's, you know, I hope that there's always enough of those people who are willing to yeah. put in the legwork. It's important. And, yeah. and, and it is. And um, it's it sucks now because I'm only 24 and I look at these kids marching. And I was going to go down to the march, but I ended up mm-hmm. not doing it. And um, I look at these kids and I'm like, it sucks that I am helpless now. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have the power to walk out of a school now. There's not. Yeah. What am I going to do? Protest my job when my boss yeah. and I agree on an issue? Mm-hmm. Like that really does a lot of good, doesn't it? It don't do nothing. Yeah. And I'm not a big believer in in uh, protest and marching and stuff. Yeah, me but, neither, man. You know, I hate to say it, but like protests. I, I, did, I, they, did they do anything? Is no. What, more people off? There yeah. was one time there was a whole bunch of uh, Philadelphia teachers <laughs> protesting on Broad Street, yeah. and I came out for lunch, and they're protesting and. They talked to me. I said, I'm on the 16th floor. No one can hear you. I just want you to know no one can hear you. She said, what do you, I said, you guys are all yelling, but we can't hear you. I yeah. couldn't hear you past the lobby. And she yeah. was just looking at me like, why would you say that? I'm like, because you're not, it doesn't it, work. It doesn't work. Yeah. It, it never did. Yeah. All you do is disrupt traffic and I don't like Peace, it. Peaceful protest. Look, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I mean, that. but that was just a, ver- I shouldn't talk too much about that because there's a lot of civil rights stuff. Into it, but like, look, protests in general, like, I just, I've never gone to one. Right. I just, I, marches. I just feel as if it marches. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. But, it's, like, I just don't feel as if change can come from, two, like, when people, when they want to fight and they want to butt heads, that's never going to stop. Conflict right. will always be around, you know? And I, and I like, I mean, there's certain things that I really like. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, civil rights sitting in lunch counters and locking arms. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that stuff to me that's makes different. sense because yeah, you're, you're actively protesting a bus. Yeah, where there yeah, is yeah. an issue. Um, but, Peaceful you know. protests in general, though, like... I, you know, I'd rather see more action. More people should run. Right. You know, it was Kevin Bacon that posted something on Instagram. It was like, here's how you can change. And like the third step was run. Right. We are people elected by the people. Yeah. And we forget that. Right. We just form groups, post shit on Facebook, and just hope for the best. Right. Like, and and then everyone getting mad about prayers. Do you see this in the news yeah. now? No. Um, Kevin Smith, um, the filmmaker, had a heart attack. Had a heart attack, right? Mm-hmm. So like, he had a heart attack Sunday night, posted something on social media. Uh, Chris Pratt, who's Star-Lord in the Guardians of the Galaxy film, said, Hey man, really care about you, sending you uh, thoughts and prayers. People shat all over him on Twitter saying, How dare you just offer thoughts and prayers? And everyone thinks now like thoughts and prayers is like the worst. Look, some people want to pray, go ahead and pray. Yeah. If you want to have thoughts, congratulations, you're having thoughts. But I, like, we're getting mad about that now. Yeah, and I, I mean, I always, I think thoughts and prayers, I mean, I criticized it. Um, when the I was on that gun rant, but yeah. it was just um, because it isn't when it comes from people in power, and that's all they're yeah, doing. And that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I had Star Lord. He's a protector of the galaxy. For right, like, he right. can't do more. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, like the guy almost died. Right, and it, yeah. you know, someone in your industry, and I have a friend who was uh, catatonic for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and I was talking to his um, his sister, and I was just said, "I'm just sending you good vibes." Mm-hmm. I don't like to say prayers because I'm not yeah. I'm not praying Got to it. anyone, mm-hmm. but. Um, I'm just like, I'm sending you good vibes. I'm yeah. thinking about them. You know, hopefully it gets better. I don't know if it does anything. I doubt it does. But it's just, in a way, it's just comforting to let let you know that someone's there. And to, to shit on that is yeah. is just, to me, it's inhumane. I also think that people, like, what they don't realize, like, one of the things that I got out of the whole Kevin Smith thing is, I mean, I followed his career. His movies are, like, you know, like, were part of, like, me growing up. But, I mean, one of the reasons I got into podcasting was because he, he was a... Uh, 
He does yeah. this Batman on Batman podcast, and I loved it. I love Batman. I used to sit up listening. Right. I was like, I'm going to do this. And this was like five, almost five years ago. Well, he's got the other one too. The Smodcast. Smodcast. He's got, yeah. got Smodication's a good one. There's a bunch. There's a Smodcast network. But what he wrote, or he did a Facebook Live yesterday checking in with his fans, and he basically said, you know, like, I had the luxury that many people don't, that I got to read, like, my obit, like, my obituary yeah. in a way. Like, I read how people reacted towards if I did die. And then he talked a lot about how when he found out he was having a heart attack, how he was, like, prepared to let go. And yeah. it feels as if a lot of people – it's hard to come to grasp with death in general. It's hard to come to grasp from death when you're, you know, if you're 89 or if you're 19 or if you're 9. You know what I mean? That death happens to us all, but it's something we don't want to talk about. And it's something we don't necessarily collectively – like approach it in a way where we can make sense of it, you know? So it's relieving to me when I see somebody who's like, I was cool with it, man. Yeah. I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of family and I did, I did right, you know? And like some people, some people say like, uh, the death is the release that we've been looking for. And we're, we're so scared of it our whole life. Yeah. But then when it comes, you're just like, Oh shit. Awesome. Thank God. I made it, you know? Yeah. I mean, first off, you don't want people to die in the way that they did at Parkland and stuff like that. But it's, it's weird how, you know, like you were saying, thoughts and prayers and vibes and stuff like that. Does it make a difference? If you were thinking thoughts and prayers before this happened for this kid, would he have gone to the school and shot things up? Who knows? Right. Some people would argue that everything happens for a reason. Some people think not. But then once again, what's happening is we have two sides to the argument. There's never... That's just like... In conclusion, it's just like we're always going to have two. You know, right. there's always going to be side here, side, side A, side B, you know? We're never going to be able to, like, come into the middle unless something, you know, like you were hey. saying, like, 9-11 and stuff like that. But it's always, like, we come together out of tragedy. We come out of, we come together out of, like, this heart, like, break of, like, you know, this shouldn't happen or somebody dies that we really care about. Tom Petty dies, the whole world weeps, you know what right. I mean? Like, well, I think that's, you know, that's just the way things are. There's There's nothing that, there's nothing great in the world that hasn't really been given to you without blood, sweat, and tears. It's true. And, um, you know, everything you like pretty much, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'll make it up right now, but, you know, the guy who invented ice cream was an asshole and never played with his kids because he was too busy inventing ice cream. I don't know what it is. But, like, everything okay. everything yeah. you love yeah. was given to you be, because someone sacrificed something. And the problem is big change has bigger sacrifice, in true, my mind. I very mean, true. I mean, people don't how, realize that. How know? many people had to die, not just in the Civil War, but before mm -hmm. the Civil War, to end slavery? I mean, how many people had to do that? How many? How much did Abraham Lincoln just have to see suffering in order to... Lincoln, man, he must, in have, order to run? he must have just never slept at night. You know what I mean? Like, How could you? He must have just been so, like... He just, it was probably just impossible. Wait, so wait, the first 10 amendments to the U.S. Constitution ratified in 1791. I knew it was 1791. Okay, right. it wasn't going crazy, but they had the other ones. There, there's so much stuff that is like online where, like, most people probably don't even know what the Bill of Rights really are. Right. Right? I remember someone said to me um, while I was in America, I, I said, how many of the Bill, how many how many rights on the Bill of Rights do you know in terms of mm -hmm. amendments? And they said, well, there's the freedom of speech, um, freedom of religion, freedom of press. And they're like, that's three. And I'm like, no, no, those are all still the first one. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And like, too, like most people don't know the three branches of government. They have yeah. no idea. Like, you know, there's different, like a 
checks and balances. Right. But I mean, like, yeah, the founding fathers were the founding fathers, the geniuses that we thought they were. Did they know that this would happen in 2018? They had no idea, man. No. They, they had most no of them idea. actually didn't even think it would work. I mean, what was the average life expectancy? Most have made it to, like, what, 50, 60, and they died. Like, I think Ben Franklin was a little older, too, but I mean, like... But generally, no, generally I think people lived around the same. Not same. not the not the same. Maybe like, I think in America, our average age is eighty. Yeah, eighty now, to ninety. They say, and now. I think now it's like it was back then. It was like seventy. Could be like one hundred and ten. Yeah, it would be wild, you know. But I see. That's just like what I'm trying to get to in my life too. Is like, look, we're surrounded by death now all the time. It's everywhere, right? right. This especially this week alone, like in the last couple of weeks. How do we get ourselves prepared for that? How do we get ourselves comfortable with the notion that we will be gone? And then what happens next? You know what I mean? Like, it's just a weird thing. And it's just like, it sucks when you see like all these young kids, their life, like, you know, the one kid, Sam Scheif or whatever his last name is, like he was on Capitol Hill and he was just telling a story about how his best friend was upstairs dying, you know, and this guy yeah. was shooting him up and it's just like, it sucks, you know, like how is this ever going to stop? I, I don't know the answer. I really don't. But I, I feel as if like more people should try to do something about it rather than you know, bitching and complaining. Absolutely. You know? And I, th- I mean, just kind of in closing, I always, I, I mean, I have morbid humor mm-hmm. to no extent. So I'll always, Same. you know, um, George Carlin said, uh, being dead's great. Getting dead's what sucks. Yeah. Um, First off, and, George was great. Yeah. I, mean, I miss George. He wasn't really even, like to me, he wasn't really stand-up comedy. It was just more like observation, right? Right. Like, just like the best type of comedy, you know? Right. I'll never forget the first thing I heard that I knew was George I was mm-hmm. watching it was George Carlin was um, George Carlin live it was an HBO special uh, where he did the seven dirty words yeah. um, where he filmed it and he said put it, put his arms up as if two hands on 12 and he said did you ever notice how the hour from 12 to 6 always seems to go faster than the one that comes up from 6 that has to fight gravity back mm-hmm. up from 12 and I just never f- forgot how funny that was yeah. It's, yeah. is that something that we all share and just everything, that whole bit about time, you know, that 15 minutes feels regimented, it's a quarter of an hour, but 20 minutes feels free. Dude, wait do you, wait till you get to your 30s. <laughs> when do you see what happens then? You want to talk about that? Your 20s, like, I remember, my wife and I were just talking about this last night, your 20s are like this, like, awesome time of just like, mm-hmm, we're here. And then your 30s, you're like, holy shit, like, eight years of my life have just gone by so fast that, like, I can't. I can't put my finger on it, really. Right. I'm further away. What it is is like the further away you get from when you were born, the longer time seems and the longer time feel, right. feels. You well, know? it's like, all just exponential. When you're eight or seven, you're like, I've got it all. But I mean. Man, how quick, do, how how slow does a summer feel when you're eight years old? Oh, so And slow. how quick does it feel now? It feels so fast. Um, I, my boss ruined it for me one yeah. time. It was, um, I finished Temple. I was working um, and he ruined it. Because we were working in the summertime. I was like, man, first day of summer. And he goes, 12 weeks, brother, 12 weeks. Oh, man. And I was yeah, like, you can't. We- that's it. <laughs> that's it. I mean, I wish everybody can go back to, you know, the best summer of their life. And I wish everybody, in closing, can start to take care of each other and also to see other people's points of view. Stop shutting people down on the internet. Stop being mean to each other because that's exactly what is going on. We're forming right. two sides constantly. And we're never looking at it from the middle. We're never forming the one society it's always like this guy and that guy and this person said this shit just stop or i run for office and i do it myself right you can come bob 2020 i'm running in white marsh we'll form a a monco coalition coalition. (laughs) my name is bob this has been another episode of 
Bye. Bye. Bye.